Now it's time to welcome back our traveling correspondent, comedian Tom Papa, in a segment we call Out in America. Tom, are you there? I'm here, Chris. On behalf of Live From Here, I'm resuming my journey across the country, sharing the good stories of our fellow Americans. This week, I was lucky enough to experience the iconic New York autumn as I rolled into New York City. There's something magical about fall in Manhattan. It's that sweet spot between the summer humidity and the icy winter when you can actually walk around town, feel good, and things don't smell so bad. It was late afternoon when I checked into my hotel and dropped off my bags. New York is a great walking city, and nothing encourages that more than a hotel room the size of a pine cone. The streets were as colorful as always, and Halloween has hit the city. Have you ever complimented someone's costume and realized he was just a New Yorker who wears a milk carton as a hat? I have. I walked into Washington Square Park and sat on a bench near a dog run. There's nothing crazier than a New York dog park. These are not dogs that are used to the freedom of backyards and rolling hills. These are pets that have been locked indoors for hours, drinking coffee, trying not to pee on the New York Post. When they finally get to the dog park, they lose their minds. I sat next to one of the dog owners, a musician named Dave. Even though he was in sweatpants, his long hair and cool jean jacket said he was a rocker. His dog looked cool too. He was a mutt named Rocco with a spiked collar and an upper lip and a permanent snarl. Dave has lived in the village with Rocco his whole adult life and makes a living now as a studio musician. He was lamenting about how the city's changed. There's no scene for the young bands anymore, he said. New York used to be a city of artists and weirdos who were too strange to live in their hometowns, but now there's nothing left that the weirdos can afford. He said the one thing that will never change is the amazing diversity in this city. There are people from all around the world, he said. Just look at this dog park. Rocco's just a crazy mutt, and here he is, hanging with three pugs, a purebred German shepherd, and a French poodle who's getting a little too friendly with her nose. This is New York. After meeting some friends for dinner, I headed back towards the hotel through the West Village. On a normal night, this area is hopping, but as Halloween comes near, it's truly outrageous. The bars were in full force, and people were dressed up in costumes roaming the streets. To me, it's the adults in costume who are the scariest part of Halloween. At least when a child dresses up like a Ninja Turtle, chances are he won't be drunk and hitting on your girlfriend. As I headed down McDougal Street, I was approached by what can only be described as a large, dirty smurf. His blue face paint was smudged, his hat had a muddy footprint on it. He was sweating and confused. He grabbed my arm and asked if I knew where his friends were. I felt bad for the smurf, but I had to laugh. What kind of friends was he looking for? Were they smurfs too? Did they live in a magical land? Should I try and return him to his hollowed-out tree? But I felt bad for him, so I took his big white hand in mine and walked him down the street. Have you ever gotten looks from strangers on the street and you knew, without a doubt, they thought you and the Smurf were lovers? I have. 
We tried to retrace his steps, and we saw a lot of people, but no Smurfs. That's when he got desperate and decided to climb onto a mailbox for a better view. The postal department might be slow. They may not run their post offices that well, but one thing they did right was designing their mailboxes. They created a square bottom that makes it seem as if climbing it would be easy. But when you get to that rounded top, you quickly find out it's impossible to stand on, especially if you're drunk, desperate, and dressed like a blue cartoon character. His effort was valiant. He wasn't falling off, but he wasn't going up either. He was clinging to the side, frozen like a furry koala bear. And while I've never heard a live koala bear and couldn't tell you what kind of noise they make, this one let out little half yelps and grunts that broke my heart. Just as I was about to help, three other Smurfs came running up and grabbed him. His long lost brothers hugged him and knocked him to the ground in a pile of blue and white fur. I felt as if I was responsible for this storybook ending and I wandered away. Have you ever tried to cross a street and found yourself tackled by a gaggle of giant beer-soaked stuffed animals? I have. They insisted that I come with them and get some pizza before they caught the train as a thank you. We went to Joe's on Carmine Street and 6th Avenue. It's a tiny shop with one table, a couple stools at the window. Most people just fight through the crowd and take their slice outside. I was worried about causing a scene by walking in with these Smurfs, but as soon as we entered, I realized it was not going to be a problem. It turns out that at midnight on Friday before Halloween in the West Village, there are a lot of people in costume thinking the same thing. There was a sexy devil, a hot dog, a Michael Jackson, two clowns from It, and one guy who looked like a sea captain who turned out not to be in costume at all. Dave the Rocker was right. The diversity of this town is something else, and it still attracts a large amount of weirdos. Hey, have a happy Halloween, everybody. And until next time, this has been Tom Papa, out in America. Thank you, Tom. Look for Tom out on the road. He'll be performing in Kansas City, Missouri at the Truman Theater on November 1st.